investigation. ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. Welcome into the Monday, November 25th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, where every Monday you can join us for the Monday special. $2 call shots, $1.50 domestic bottles. You can do that every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Our phone lines this hour, 877-420-TALK. It's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite Hold True. Great taste. Only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. And, of course, uh, today here being Monday, being at the Union, that's when we dig Dave Walsh out of his cave. We bring him out, resurrect him, and let him go. We see you Mondays and Fridays or Saturdays, depending on the day. Quite a difference between Saturday and Sunday this week. Quite a difference. Saturday I'm sitting watching the game, and I'm just getting a feeling like they're not going to win. With all that was at stake, they're not going to win. And then yesterday you had to be there to see it. It was just unbelievable. Haven't played in a long time, but they played West Virginia. They won. They're going out to Washington. And just to watch the crowd react was a, a 180 from what Saturday was. Well, Unless you were a Charlotte fan, and they reacted greatly. Marshall just got on the plane and came home. Well, let's talk football first. Yes. Uh, Marshall losing the opportunity to control destiny. Now yep. Marshall's got to go out, win against FIU, a team that beat Miami. Right. And then they have to wait and see if they're going to either – be playing for a conference championship the following week, or if their season will well, Until they, the bowl game. they got the bowl game, it, right? And it's senior day as well, so they've got a lot to play for, and we'll hear from those guys later this week. Senior day is going to be very important. Go out there and get that win. But going back to the game against Charlotte, Marshall just had so much difficulty trying to get any offense going. They couldn't really get away from what they were trying to do. Later on this week, we're going to hear from uh, we're going to hear from a few of the players. Yeah. They're going to explain what happened. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Levi Brown, especially. You know, I've got him. I'm saving him for a couple of days. Uh, he'll, he usually lays it on the line. Oh I mean, yeah, he good point, or bad, he'll tell you. He pointed out basically, hey, we're trying to do this, and this is what they do. They come out and they attack, and they've got five different ways to do what they you know do when they blitz. Uh, think he described it as a rocket blitz. Okay. And so he talked about that and how they were running what they were trying to do. And, of course, they get spread out a little bit more. So um, they attack and then try to, to pierce the defense, and it just wasn't going for big mm. yardage. No. And so we're going to hear that this week. Uh, I usually kind of keep that for Tuesday. Uh, we got a really short week as well. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow to do the show, and then Wednesday we've got basketball uh, not Marshall basketball. We've got basketball on ESPN Radio, and we've got basketball uh, Thursday as well. And um, guess what? We also have Friday. No, we have. You're not doing it Friday? No, 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 no. Okay. Just stay, stay with me, Dave. Don't stay jump with the me. gun. Right. Stay with me, Dave. Okay. Uh, we got Thursday night football and right. Thursday afternoon football and Thursday mid morning football. <laughs> we got Thanksgiving football. That's right. Turkey yep. Day. Right. So uh, we got basketball Tuesday night. We've got basketball Wednesday. Mid-evening, so we've got basketball all over the place, and then the Herd won't even be back until their trip on Friday. They're going down to Florida, so we've got a lot of stuff. So that means us today, us tomorrow, no show Wednesday, no show Thursday, and then Friday we'll probably have a show in one form or another. Yeah, It's either going to be me or it's going to be me. You want to do it? 
toss it down to Florida. You want to do it? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. You can do the show. <laughs> no, you can do the show Friday. Yeah. Dave Walsh will do the yeah, show Friday. Yeah. I just volunteered him for Friday yes. work. Uh, but, yeah, we've got basketball as well coming up. So, we'll get into all of that. But Marshall just losing the chance at the moment to control their own destiny. So, now if Marshall gets into the East Division uh, title race again, it's because they've backdoored in. And, and I hate that. And you don't like that. I hate that. I right. mean, you take the championship and you go play for a conference title with uh, the West Division champion, but you don't like that. You don't want to backdoor into no, that. No, and I remember uh, after all the games that ended Saturday, they started moving out to tiebreakers, and that story got quite convoluted because everybody's sitting at 5-2 and two except one team who's 6-1. and one. If they win, it'll make it easy for them. On the other side, it could be crazy, crazy and crazy. Well, it's – a situation where if you win out, you don't have to worry about right. any of that you stuff. Eliminate that. And so Marshall has a bad day, and then you look at what FIU does, and you think, okay, uh oh, this isn't <laughs> going to be this isn't going to be a gimme no. by any stretch of the imagination. No, and they came here last time here and won. The last time here, Marshall won down there last year, but two years ago when they came here, I think they won. Kind of threw a little bit of a monkey wrench in their plans. So they, you know, Butch Davis, uh, he knows how to handle it. After what they did from Saturday night against Miami of Florida and a power five school, they, they beat them. They just flat out beat them. There was no fluke. So the Thundering Herd has got to contend with all of that. And uh, I know Herd fans were disappointed. Yes. Very disappointed because Marshall's on the verge of playing for an East Division title, and they could win that, then they go to the championship game. Now you're just you're sitting and you have to take care of your business still, and you're waiting. Right. And with all of that, then you just don't know what you're going to do. Right now, I'm sure Doc wants to win the game. And then, Mr. Hobson, please, you used to be here, and now you're at Southern Miss. Please do us a favor and knock off Lane. That's what it boils down to. And I think what has really escaped everyone's notice, at least on the Marshall side of this, is this is a Charlotte team that's uh, sort of yeah. resurgent, and they're bowl eligible. Right. Yeah, and, and they're going to a place this week that's had a lot of trouble. They're going to end up with seven wins. They take out Old Dominion on Saturday. They'll end up with seven. Six in a row to finish. You know, and the guy who's mostly responsible for is here. Two or three of them are here. Yes, Dave. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Yeah. Dave Greg's is here a, and Brad's here. And uh, I'm sure they weren't feeling too good when it was all ended on Saturday. And they went across the field to shake hands. They went, oh, my gosh. They got us. I'm sure somewhere inside he's, he's happy that this team has pro- progressed and is right. successful. But at the same time, you want to win that game. Right, right. Because, like you've mentioned, we win, we're in. Pretty much. We don't. We have to hope. That's the problem for, for Marshall football right now. Right. Um, you've won one conference title. You've won a couple of East Division titles. And you've won only one conference title mm-hmm. since you've been in Conference right. USA. And Herd fans have this higher expectation. Everybody I, does. I, but more so. Yeah. I think more so than anybody. Yeah, Herd do. fans have a higher expectation. They believe that – Marshall should be the program that's contention for a championship every year or playing in the championship every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Marshall fans think that the Marshall's the Alabama of Conference USA. <laughs> right. I mean, is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they make no bones about it, Doc, every week. This is what we play for. But since they've been in the league uh, one time, and, well, actually another time, but I think Rice got them on that crazy one when they ended up going to Rice. But since then, it's been uh, everybody but. So the Thundering Herd in a difficult spot now. They, I don't know where to begin. I mean, you you got a quarterback who they're running the ball for the most part. It's not working. Right. Your 
offensively maybe stymied a little bit. I'm sure the elements had something to do with the performance. But, again, both teams. Both teams played in the ring. They did play in the ring. But your wide receivers were almost a non-factor, it felt like, as far as the passing attack was concerned. Yeah, the marshals were, and their side was um – he just kind of shoveled out there, and when it wasn't completed, uh, the hanky came down. There were several pass interference calls that was uh, called against them. At times when it's third down, you think they're off the field, and here comes the hanky down. And uh, when you're the kind of team that's doing what Charlotte's doing, that kind of falls your way. Things come your way, and that happened that day. And, and the hard thing for me to accept, 86 yards passing, I think, they had Saturday. 86. And remember, Isaiah got 40 of those on one play. A little flare to, to, to Mr. Knox, and he took off and got 40. So he basically, the rest of the day, he had 46 yards passing. And I just believe that the receivers and the quarterbacks, they're much better than that. They're much better than that. Well, unfortunately for the Thundering Herd. But that day uh, they weren't. They are now looking at <laughs> the standings a little bit more, but they've also got to get ready for FIU. And then FIU, I'm sure, feeling really good right now about them. So, I mean, that's a game that I thought was winnable for a while, the way the standings were going, the way that they were performing. Mm -hmm. And then they show you a little bit of what everyone thought might be uh, the team that would compete for right. the they East Division. They were picked at the start of the year to pick for the East, well, not the teams. But that quickly got derailed when Western Kentucky went down there in week two and beat them. And that kind of said, okay, Western Kentucky's for real, Western uh, FIU had its ups and downs, uh, but they got straightened out this weekend with uh, the win over Miami. And uh, I'm sure Butch is going to tell the guys, what better way to end the year? Fall probably, but what better way to do it? We might not win it, but we can keep somebody else winning it either. They can be Marshall's Achilles heel and not let them win it. Well, they can play spoiler the way right. Marshall played spoiler for them. Right. I mean, last year was the other way around. Mar they win, they're in. Marshall went down and got them. So payback. We are here today at the Union Pub and Grill. We will um, – I've got Doc Holliday's comments from Saturday. We're going to get to those uh, in a few minutes. We'll hear what he had to say after the game. We're going to hear from him tomorrow, and uh, this will be moving on and looking ahead <laughs> to FIU. But uh, we're going to get his comments from Saturday. Um, some of you didn't hear them because uh, they were late getting to the network, and uh, I've got his comments. We're going to hear those, and also we're going to hear a little bit later on from um, Marshall Soccer. That was going on Sunday as well. We, we should probably point out that um, record crowd at the stadium, thundering herd, getting to advance to take on Washington. And if Marshall can beat Washington, you got to root for Louisville because Marshall would then host an Elite Eight game. Yeah. So there's a lot of mechanisms in place right now <laughs> that are churning, right. trying to get the herd back home because that was an electric atmosphere Saturday. I'm sorry, Sunday. We will talk more about that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Here today at the Union Pub and Grill, downtown Huntington, for our Monday edition of the show. And don't forget the Monday special. Every Monday is $2 call shots, $1.50 domestic bottles. It's right there on the sign. Right on the wall. Right on the wall. You can't miss it when you come in here every Monday. <laughs> you can take advantage of the Monday special as well. Here on Monday's edition of the drive. It's, we're, we're the reason. Yeah. I'm just telling Herbie now. We're the reason why. On a one to five, we're it, one. It's, it's our, our, our special. Yes. I had to get a crowd coming in here today. And, of course, we got a pretty good crowd, and we got plenty of room for you to come and join us as well. Um, I'm sure this place, uh, a lot of people were a little little down Saturday. Probably were. Hanging out here at the Union because Doc Holliday and the Thundering Herd had just lost. And 
I know a lot of people are probably mad because their December 7th plans have changed now. <laughs> yes, again. Again. <laughs> yeah, you know how fans are. I know. They get a little upset. But uh, Doc Holliday, we, um, we heard his comments on Saturday. Um, didn't get to the network. No. Um, so we've got him. And the uh, only reason why I didn't get to the network, I think there was like an Internet connectivity issue because uh, we share some of the same uh, audio. Yes. Uh, and I did see it on the Internet, on the interwebs, that people were trying to say that Doc Holliday was avoiding radio. Yeah, not the case, no. Dave. Because I got not you got only it. I got not only did I get his uh, his uh, interviews uh, to the general media there. Uh, Mark Martin did a quick one on one with him as well, and that didn't get to the net- network. I think there was maybe some connectivity issues because I got all of Mark's stuff. He sends it to me as a courtesy, and if I uh, if I can use it, great. If I can, he still sends it to me. And yeah. if it doesn't get on the network, I'll use it uh, because. Um, well, they run out of time. Yeah, and so I saw that, and I thought, well, wait, come on. I know we're, I know we're angry right now. If you're a fan, we're we're angry, but it's here. Just to say, Doc Holliday was avoiding the radio. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure some people thought that because no, he's not coming. We had a couple of players that came on, and he was yeah. like, "Where's well, the coach?" Again, it was uh, it was all internet connectivity, I believe, because I got all of Mark's interviews yeah. at the same time, and this is well past the network. Yeah, uh, and one of the callers. Off. When the caller Saturday night was talking about that. So, let it go. Uh, talking to the media after the game. Talk about this one. Offensively for Charlotte, uh, three guys really lead the way. The quarterback was a tough, tough draw here. Today. Well, there's no question. Give Charlotte credit to hell. job. did not play well offensively at all. He even turned the ball over three times and just couldn't get it going Ooh. offensively. And they did. We didn't. You get the first touchdown of this game, special teams put you on the board. Yeah, got that block punt was huge early on, but we still didn't make enough plays offensively. And, you know, we did get that beat. We could get that quarterback on the ground you know, defensively, made too many plays. You guys had trouble with the passing game, Coach. Was that obviously the elements were tough, yeah. but uh, just not able to get it going? I mean, they seemed like they threw it, you know, well. Of course, a lot of those were interference calls, but, uh, you know, they, they played the same elements we did. You know, they did a better job than we did this for sure. In a game like this, where where the elements are a factor, how, do you all have to get creative to get the wide receivers involved? Well, you know, you just you know, it was if you all were out there. I mean, it wasn't a great deal, but obviously they had the same elements we did, and they handled it better than we did. Moving forward, what do you all what do you all do you know, to regroup? You just got to go play. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we were base sick, and they that's a, a sad in the locker room right now. There's nobody happy in there, and they shouldn't be. But uh, end of the day, got to come back, and now we need a little help. You know, got you know, Southern Miss. Hopefully, can give us a little help with. FAU down the road, and, and at least, but we got to find a way to get better as a team this week because we've uh, got a lot of great seniors heading out of here next week at home. Yeah, when you talk about a, a game like today, that's the big key is you don't want to have one loss turn into two. No, that's for sure. You know, you got to come back and get better as a team. You got FIU coming in next week, and you know, we got to get better. That's for sure. The, the third down penalties. I mean, how demoralizing are those yeah. for a defense? You know, it's it is. I mean, obviously, when you get them stopped, and uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I, I couldn't see everything out there, but. Obviously, we had too many, too many calls or penalties to give them the first down. is not good. What about them defensively? What uh, stood out to, to yeah. kind of made it tough for you guys? Well, I mean, obviously, we didn't, they made more plays than we did, and we didn't block those defensive ends for the loss. So, you know, we got to go back and take a look at the film and you know, just get better as a team. And you got turnovers today, too. Yeah. I think they had three as well. So, you know, obviously, they made, they made more plays offensively than we did and, and give them credit. Key drops from a real critical time yeah. from the receiving court. Yeah, down there in the one in score down there one time in the score zone. We had the drop. It was a big play. But, you know, we just got to overcome that, and uh, we just were able to do that. Thanks, Thanks All right, that was Doc from Saturday. What would you hear? Big thing. Elements were the same for both teams. They made it, and we didn't. That was a big thing. And sometimes when they 
play needed to be made, and Hanky showed up as well. But it is what it is, as he put it. They did the job. We didn't. So Doc addressing the media and um, yeah, what what can he say? Because he's in the point now where they're going to look at the film and right. we'll hear a little bit more from him tomorrow. But at this point, he goes in, talks to the team, and then win or lose, they, they're forgetting about this. Now, this one stings a little bit, and I'm kind of curious how dejected this team was before Doc had to go in there and try to regroup and build them back up because that's part of being yeah. a coach is, all right, we got another game. I'm sure, the, like he said, they shouldn't be happy because this is what was at stake. We didn't get it. Charlotte knew what was at stake. They did. So you should not be happy. And FIU, Doc be the first one to admit, they're not going to be easy. That's going to be a tough game. He's got some good seniors leaving here. So it's it's another big assignment come Saturday. And plus it's a noon game, a little different. So we'll see what happens. They'll know if they win, then they can sit back and hope that Southern Miss comes through. Both teams had a lot on the line, though. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what the, is interesting here is you know, I don't think one team had more reason than the other to go out there and win that game. It's just Charlotte looked like that they were able just to take advantage of Marshall. Yeah, yeah you go. You they went, had two weeks to get ready for him. Right. You went to the website and looked around, and the first thing that pops up, bowl eligible. We're bowl eligible. That's all they did. Who knows what they did in the locker room. The coach got the Gatorade bath. They may have danced in the locker room because – there's a chance to play another extra game that maybe at the start of the year didn't look like it. But they, they're on a roll right now. Marshall, FIU, that's where the focus will be after we talk to Doc tomorrow. That's where the focus is for a lot of these players now. But yeah, how long until the fans just forget or move on? That's right. the question. How long till the fans move on? Because it was right there. You would have been playing for an East Division title on Saturday. Uh, this was a game you circled that it might come down to this. Marshall and FIU, that's not the case now. Mm -hmm. FIU can play spoiler. Marshall has to hope that somebody else will take care of business for him. And this is not the game we were expecting coming into this. Not when they wrote it up on the schedule book. This is the way you mentioned it would be planned with what was at stake. And now uh, Butch Davis is going to come in and think, hey, we have not achieved what we're expected to do, but right now we can make sure somebody else does and either. Then when Marshall was picked to win it, Butch Davis can make sure they don't. So they'll make them even after what happened last year down in Florida. Well, not even that, though. The fact that FIU, they're not going to win a championship. No. And so they are just trying to get themselves into a good bowl position. I mean, Marshall is tied now um, with uh, other teams, and there's a tiebreaker system if it becomes a three-way tie, and that's where you want to get to. But Marshall right now is not top of the East Division, and so they're – sort of middle of the pack now. Right. And you need some help or you're going to be number two. Yes. <laughs> on your side and on the other side, there could be end up with uh, three teams all having two losses and uh, they're going to have to go way down the number list to find out how they break that tie. Because it's going to be like head-to-head, -head, I beat you, you beat me, I beat them. And it's going to be a lot of things involved on that tiebreaker. All right, when we come back for break, uh, we're going to uh, turn our attention to soccer. Marshall playing West Virginia Sunday at Hoops Family Field. We're going to talk about that, get some reaction, and what does this mean for soccer, not only in the state of West Virginia, but for Marshall in particular. We'll talk about that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh with you on this Monday edition. Yesterday, Huntington is a soccer town. Yes. Huntington is now a soccer like, city. Exactly. Marshall is now a soccer school. And the best soccer team in the state of West Virginia resides right here in Huntington. <laughs> Yesterday, the Thundering Herd were taking on from the MAC. Yes, I did not know that until they won it. Yeah, that's not a Power 5 soccer team, kids. No, no. Uh, the only thing going for the MAC is Akron. Right. Akron is good. Yes, other and, than that, eh. It's, you remember when Conference USA was Memphis and everybody else? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the MAC. It's Akron and everybody else. And so West Virginia surprisingly wins the, the MAC championship, and they get to the second round to take on the Thundering Herd, and score was 2-1. Marshall dominated them pretty much the entire, entire contest. Yes, it was a record crowd, 21-26. Senator Manchin had nothing else to do, so he came here yesterday with wife Gail, which is in the press box. Well, why wouldn't he, right? I know, it's a place to be. And what was more amazing was – Marshall wins the game minus their head coach and one of their best players who were suspended before the game, and I still haven't figured out what the card rule means. They were very tight-lipped about it, but Chris Grassy, who is the head coach, wasn't available, and neither was the, the guy who scored the winning goal down at, F, at, at the tournament game in the finals when that got him here. So he heads off, hats off to, to the Marshall team for uh, two of your best guys weren't even in uniform yeah, or so, street clothes. So your, your coach. You still win. Your coach, your manager, Chris Grassi, not there. No. And your second-leading scorer, Pedro Dolabella, not, not there. there. No. And you still win. win the game. Right. Right. And I remember the guys after the game were talking about it and said, uh, the assistant coach who handled the, uh, the day, he said, hey, if it wasn't for Chris, we wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for Dolabella, we wouldn't be here right now either. And then uh, the gold medal, Mr. Pablo, said, hey, the guy called me, told me we weren't playing, and, and he responded and said, dude, we're going to win for you so you get to play the next game. So I'm hoping the NCAA will find out what's going on, get it straight, and those guys will be back when they head to Washington. Yeah, here's Paulo Pita from, uh, from Sunday. Here's uh, his quick thoughts on playing this game against West Virginia. We're big-time rivals, you know, you know, defending the state for sure. I've played against uh, West Virginia University twice when I was in Charleston, but it was just a friend of the game. That's the, that it is, when I was playing for Charleston, it was like we were kind of like rivals, but it's not the same thing like Marshall, you know. Um, but games like that, we just need to make sure we or we don't get emotional and think about like, okay, they're rival, we're rivals. You know, it's a big time game. So the best thing is just like, you know, it's another game. You know, and now enjoy the, the the win. I feel like everyone was waiting for this game. You know, everyone, the whole state, maybe I don't know, out of state as well. So it's just like big. You know, it's big. It's amazing, especially for me. I mean, I take it very personal. You know. Um, when I came to Marshall, when I transferred from UC, a lot of people, because I made it clear that I was going to transfer to a top Division one soccer program because I want to make the next level. And when I committed to Marshall, a lot of people like, why are you going to Marshall? And I'm, now the answer is here because it's a top you know, Division one soccer program. All right, there he is. Yes, he was, he was entertaining yesterday. During the game and then the post game, he said, "I've been in Charleston. I played for two years. Why are you transferred to Marshall?" And when it was all over. He says, "Hey, see today? That's why." 
I want to play the next level. This is helping me get there. So Paulo Pita, he is um, the guy who's making it work for this Thundering Herd team. And, of course, uh, Pedro Dolabella. Can you say that three times in a row, Dave? Probably not. Can you say it one time? <laughs> Probably not. He doesn't play. He's not even in uniform. And, and, but yet uh, the guys found a way to get it done. And uh, Milo Yosef, I watched him, and yesterday some of the things he did with the soccer ball, dribbling it, on, it was just amazing. Just amazing. And he's a redshirt freshman. So you can say Milo Yosef, but you can't say Pedro Dolabella. No, not in three times now. <laughs> no. You can't even say it one time. <laughs> no. That's the challenge here. I'm trying and to get Dave to do and this. And yesterday they couldn't say it because he wasn't in uniform. And, and, and they weren't even allowed to be there. I'm sure they met when the game was over. But right. During the game, no. No. Stay away. Well, as you read the release, uh, Coach said basically, hey, look, 98% of my job is done now. They have to go out and do, do the it. rest. Yeah, he got them ready. He got them ready, and they went up 1-0. W got the quick goal to tie it. Marshall came back. He got the goal to put him ahead. And then uh, second half, they pretty much played keep away and got it. And the place just went nuts when it was over. The players, you could just see them going down the, the length of the stands, high-fiving, hugging, and, and everything. It was really impressive to think where they were two years ago, under 500, to today going to the state of Washington for the third round. All right, this is the first time these two teams have played since 2004, and after the loss, here is West Virginia coach Marlon LeBlanc, and um, he gives sort of a, a reason why that these two schools don't meet. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't hold water with me, but uh, here's <laughs> I was his, having a tough time accepting it, too. Here's his explanation as he, uh, he compliments Marshall. Uh, here some highlights from his postgame. Uh, first off, I'll congratulate Marshall. Uh, excellent team. Uh, fantastic. Uh, fantastic effort on the day from them. Um, so we congratulate them and we tip our hats off to them. Um, from our standpoint, uh, we look like a team that was playing our fifth game in 13 days. Uh, we look gassed. Um, it showed a little bit in terms of our press, which has been one of the best things that we can do as a team. Uh, we weren't able to really press because the legs just weren't there for us. Not having Andres Muriel was big too. We take seven goals out of our team. Um, it's hurt. It hurts. And this year has been a little bit of a struggle for us in terms of the injuries. Um, all that said, uh, like I said, you tip your hat to Marshall. I think on the day they were the better team and they deserved it. Um, that said, we were in the game right to the bitter end. So uh, I'm proud of my team. Our guys fought hard. Uh, we've put on about 2,000 miles in the last two weeks. And like I said, five games in 13 days. So. Uh, very, very proud of the my team, uh, and along the way, won a championship and, and shocked everybody with what we went and did at, at Butler last week, or not even last week, three days ago. So We've always, at least I hope, that I've always taught my team to be graceful, uh, winning and in defeat. Um, obviously, I wanted them to have their moment with their fans, but um, as the leader in the face of this program, it's important that I'm the one who makes sure to go over and congratulate those guys. Uh, uh, like I said, good team. Um, they won the game on the day. I don't think there was anything controversial, really, that you, you look at and you point to. Um, maybe, maybe uh, a penalty shot for us in the first half. Um, I'd have to look back and look at it, but that doesn't take away anything from those guys. So, absolutely. Yeah, I think these are the games I said to my staff. I said, I wish I was playing today. Um, you, you love to be able to go on the go on the road and play in games like these, you know, or even at home. Uh, unfortunately, the weather wasn't great out at Butler um, on Thursday night, and so I think it, it kept some people at home. Um, but being able to come out here and, and us, the travel fans, the way we did as well, um, and, and, and marshal people to come out and support their team was, was fantastic. I understand it was a record 
as well today. Um, so congratulations to them for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've been in these big games before. We go to big environments. Um, I don't think our guys were at all intimidated by the environment, which is fantastic. It's one of the reasons um, that, that we prepare the team the way that we do. But all the credit to, to the Marshall staff. They put on a fantastic event today. And these are the kind of games that you, the kids dream to play in, you know? I don't know. I think uh, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, this is Marshall's best year by far, by far in the history of this program. Um, and there's so many things that go into scheduling and, and number one. And it's, I think it's, for me, it's one of the worst, uh, uh, it's one of the worst ways that we do this is the RPI. And the RPI uh, does not have the eye test on it. And so at the end of the day, your scheduling comes down to numbers. Um, and good teams sometimes have bad numbers. Um, and so I think that uh, it's probably a discussion that we can have, um, but whether or not uh, it's a good game for them, a good game for us, when we play it, is it a midweek game, are we coming off of you know uh, a travel game? There's so many things that go into it. And this conference, Conference USA, with the amount of travel that Marshall has to do, um, our conference, as you know, we're a bit of an outlier at the moment uh, with the MAC. Um, that adds some things to it, but um, I certainly think that it, it, it will, at the end of the day, come down to, to RPI and making sure it's a good game for both, probably. I had a hard time understanding that part. Like no. he just said, they're in the MAC. They're trying to be a, a team that uh, has a, a high enough RPI. They're, right. they're playing the RPI system. Right. Well, okay, guess what? When Marshall now, if Marshall can keep up the uh, the good work, Marshall would not hurt your RPI. No. Not by any stretch of the imagination. It would enhance it greatly at this point. At this point. And he's talking about midweek, weekend. Well, that's just, you There's can work all that stuff out. There's too many days you can find. You There's can work all that out. There's too many days you can find. You mean to tell me that you don't think somebody at Marshall would help accommodate you if you want to play? No. It, with that said, though, I, I'm still the mindset. If you, they don't want to play, fine. Yeah. Don't no. play. That's fine. No. I'm good no. with it. I that don't need was, it. But the hard part was thinking what he said there. They're the MAC. You know, it's not the it's not the the Power Five anymore. The MAC. That's not a Power Five. That's a group of five. So you know, and and play in Charleston. Play Shawnee. Make it neutral. I don't care. Shorter ride from Marshall than WU, but you know, do something they should play. Look, if you're worried about RPI, play a friendly, kids, okay? <laughs> do you're something. Work, if you're scared, play a friendly. Right. I'm, sure I'm not saying he's scared, but if you're no. scared, play a friendly. But I'm sure okay? he, he got home yesterday and he's thinking, that didn't help us. You know, that's when you're maybe expected to win him. though Marshall doing doing If you lose, he's taking a lot of grief. You know, Marshall baseball and West Virginia baseball, they seem to get along. They get along. They do well with each other. They play, they play in volleyball a little bit. But other, you know, a lot of sports, no. They don't want anything. I mean, Bob Huggins made no bones about it. We're not playing. We beat you. We're supposed to. If we lose to you, our RPI goes whoop, down, down, and down. So they don't play. Well, Randy Mays, he's a stand-up type of guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. And I, I, don't, know, um, I don't know Coach LeBlanc that well to see what kind of motivation would be in his uh, wheelhouse yeah. as far as not to play this thing. Right. But if you're talking about facilities, well, several years ago, yeah, I would make that argument for you. But yeah, now, Marshall no. doesn't have very good facilities. You know, now that's changed. Right. So if that was your argument before. That's been erased. That's been erased. And now you can come up with other excuses why not to play that I game. Just, I just well, think it would be great for the state. It would be. But you wonder if he diplomatically 
tiptoed around that one yesterday. Well, he just tried to say, well, we'll talk about it, but if it doesn't the happen. The door's open. Yeah. The door's open, and I think it would be good for the state. Because oh, I think, like he said, there were two elite teams playing yesterday. They're both from West Virginia. Showcases junior, so- junior soccer players that are uh, in Morgantown and Huntington on those rosters. Hey, this can happen. And, 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 and the goalkeeper for Marshall made no mistakes about it. He said, hey, I transferred to Marshall for a reason. I want to get to the next level. They're going to help me. So that speaks volumes right there. We'll take your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we got more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Monday edition, The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're today coming to you from the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh with you. So the Thundering Herd have a, uh, a busy week as far as game prep for football. Soccer's got to go out to Washington. Yes. The women are at home Wednesday taking on Alderson Broadus. Right, after so a tough loss yesterday. The men take on Florida on the road Friday. Right. They could use a, uh, they could use a, a big win there. Yes. The women definitely could use a win. Right. Football needs a win. Needs a win. Desperately needs <laughs> a win. Not use one, need one. Need one and, need one and help. We go to the phones at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Mark is checking in from Barbersville. Go ahead, Mark. You're on the drive. Who? Hello. Mark, are you there? I'm not Mark. I'm Terry. Uh, yeah, I was um, I was given your name as Mark, so Terry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a problem. It's just, it's just Mark. Who, who are you looking for? I am looking for Mark and uh, his dude there at the uh, – I want to ask All right, that's it. Thank you, sir. Stock. Mark, no, can't – nope, sorry. Uh, you birthed the golden rule. <laughs> Cannot that was say, tough. Can't say those words on the air. No. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, we we kind of we draw the line when you start dropping, uh, dropping that, words. There's four-letter words, but that's not one of them. So um, – Marshall has a a desperate need to get this game yes. on football for for Saturday mm-hmm. for seniors. You know, you want to put yourself in a good position for bowl. Obviously, you want to put yourself in a position so if it does fall your way, you are playing for an East Division. I'm right. sorry, you're playing for the East Division title. Right. You're, well, you're going to get it if right. it falls your way, and then you're going to go into the championship. And you game. probably get the. When they come down to bowl bids, if you win the conference, you might get the highest of the of the bids to be given out for that. You know, you get first shot. Uh, you know, instead of going one of these one little early ones and stuff, you might go a little bit down the line and find uh, wind up somewhere different. So we'll see what happens. So the thundering herd um, gonna have a lot of emotion as well. Yeah, senior day's tough because you get here as a freshman. Next thing you know, you're gone. You're running out that uh, tunnel for the last time. It's gonna be tough for his seniors. Same way that it was when I was a senior. Our senior day, you come and you go and you think, I just got here and now I'm done. And now I'm done. And you look back and our, our three years wasn't the greatest, but these guys have, have, have got a lot to hang their hat on. And if they can put one on FIU and get one break, they really have a lot of hat to hang on. And uh, it'll be a very, very, very successful senior day for the hurt. 
877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh with you here at the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday, we're here at the Union Pub and Grill. You can take advantage of the Monday special. That's $2 call shots, $1.50 domestic bottles every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. And, uh, of course, uh, we'd love to have you come down in person. If not, you can join us on the program. And if if you're calling for Mark Snyder, no, we're we're not the program. No. No, no. I think that's what that dude was calling for. I think he was looking for Mark Snyder. Florida. You might maybe, reach him down there, but maybe, not here. Not here. Completely. Yeah. Completely. Yes. Looking for Mark Snyder. <laughs> well, when he was coaching football here, there was a lot of people looking for him too. But he's down in Florida now, and we'll see what happens. Do you miss Mark Snyder? Mm, you can say no. It would have been okay. nice. It would have been nice. You know, the Arrington guy would have done well. I still think the when they got beat by Kansas State on the interception – that was the big, that was the game that that everybody talked about. Hey, why you're throwing it when you got the win? You're right in front of the goalpost to win the game, and you a pick, and the game's over. Second game in your coaching career, and boom, it just went south from that point on. It went south. Well, at least Doc has got this team in a con- contention mode yes. every year. They're contending. Yeah, it's not like. The three teams in Texas where some of the it's, things are very tough. It's like uh, right now, even though things didn't go well last week, they still have a chance. Mathematically, they have not been eliminated yet. It's a long shot, but it's still mathematically possible. That's all you can ask for now. The Lane Kiffin, our, our architect, could ruin everything, get the W against Southern Miss and say, hey, you may have beat us, but guess what? We're playing for something you didn't do, the championship. Well, that's the good thing for FAU. They yeah. they get themselves. They have one year that's down for them. He's It'd be two there. out of three. Yeah, so two out of three playing for the championship. Yeah, and that's not bad. And last year, Mark, uh, Brad Lambert was the one that knocked him out of bowl contention. They went to the last game, got beat on a field goal, and Mark and Brad knocked him out. Now he's back, knocking on the door again. So two out of three could be Lane Train, and then uh, the coaching openings come available. We'll see where he falls. He's his name's still being mentioned. I think he's not going anywhere, though. No, I think he likes being anonymous. If, and I know he liked to go to a bigger stadium, or not necessarily bigger, but more people in the seats, but he loves going to the grocery store or some errands and stuff and go, they don't recognize him. He can just sort of blend in, except for the train around campus. That's about the only well, you, thing. Well, you got to admit, though, right now the FAUs and the FIUs are doing better than some of the other Florida schools. Yeah. you got to give them credit. Yeah. I'm not saying they're ever going to get to that level, but they're doing better. Mm-hmm. Florida State right now is looking for a coach. They no longer are like the second-best team. Clemson is dominating that league. USF had some hard times. UCF has had the halo knocked off. Florida's there a little bit, but uh, we'll see what happens. But Lane Train right now has a chance to uh, be a champion, and nobody else in the state of Florida, I think, can make that statement. Well, it's still going to get him only uh, the same bowl game, right. maybe better. Yeah, that's a little bit the better. Thing, but that's the thing. He's I mean, not playing New Year's Day somewhere. It's no. not as if FAU has uh, elevated their game to the point where they're contending for a uh, New Year's Six bowl. Right. That's the problem here. Nobody in this league is at that level. I mean, is it great that Marshall's in contention to win a conference championship, or is it sad that despite everything going on, Marshall's still in a contention yeah. to win the East Division championship the way – And still play in the first week of bowl games. Because let's be honest, I'm not saying that uh, this is a terrible conference, but it's it's mediocre no, no. best at times. But – And that's where a lot of frustration happens for, exactly. for, for herd fans. At the same time, two teams on the Marshall schedule, Cincinnati and Boise, are both in 
the running for the group of five access bowl. And if Marshall had taken those two down, who knows? But that was then, this is now. Right now it's Luke Fickle enjoying the run, and we'll see what happens. UCF not going to make it this year, but uh, Boise, Cincinnati have a chance. And next year, Boise has to come here, so we'll see what happens. Marshall will definitely have themselves set up for at least contention. Yeah. I mean, the schedule next year sets up the non-leaguers. Do what you're supposed to do and take care of your league, and then uh, you're going to play later in the uh, bowl season than normal the first week. You might be into January. Well, that's the goal. Yeah. That's that's complete goal. Yeah, and, and you got to remember, the access bowl, in terms of dollars and cents, that's a lot and lot of revenue. You could pay a lot of bills if you get an access bowl. But keep it in mind as well, it gets a little tougher for Marshall because you know East Carolina is not a guarantee. No. Pitt's not a guarantee. No. Ohio is not a guarantee. Boise State's not a guarantee. No. We could have another situation where Marshall could be, at, at worst, one in three. Yeah. I mean, could they beat Ohio? Yeah, they could beat Ohio. Could. Pitt will be here. Boise will be here. That's not a guarantee. East Carolina, and let's be honest, that's not a guarantee. No. You know, it's a competitive schedule, though. Right. If you do well against it, mm-hmm. you're going to be all right. But yeah. it's not a guarantee at all. And it doesn't, get, good... it doesn't get any easier. Mm-mm. Then you just take your opponents and flip them. I'm sure the uh, crossover games, you just flip. Rice would probably come here, and, and Marshall would go north to, to uh, Louisiana Tech. The two games from the west side for for next season. Yeah, I still miss Southern Miss playing them. In 2021, you get NC Central, and 2022 you get Norfolk State. But also in 2021, you get East Carolina, Appalachian State, Navy. In 2022, you get Bowling Green, Appalachian State, and Notre Dame. Yes, Bowling Green's a winnable game. I can't tell you about Appalachian <laughs> State. Yeah. Then again, that we know well. We know them well. Notre Dame is going to be a challenge and a half. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good schedule, though. Yes. You play what you can. And that's right. going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. For Dave Walsh, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks to Gabriel Seward back in the studio. Gabriel Seller. I keep calling him Gabriel. When I'm here at Union, I call him Gabriel Stewart for some reason. <laughs> he don't mind. Like, like, Gabriel. Like, like he's Stuart Little or something. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. I'm thinking of Little Stewart Little back in the studio yeah. running the show. So <laughs> exactly. um, for Gabriel Stewart Little Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in to today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.